in the modern day world where people are chasing fortune, wealth and prosperity, many are being led astray by the so-called man of God and as well bishops of God. Some have been made to donate their riches to the pastor because this is the will of God. Some have been made to eat grass all under the name of saying this is the will of God and some have been sprayed with insect repellent gases all under the notion of this is the will of God. However, can we then say that these are the true prophets of God or rather these are the prophets of doom? And to take it a step further, did this only begin in the 21st century or it also began in the ancient times when the Bible was written? The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 9 that the thing that hath been, it is that which shall be, and that which is done is that which shall be done, and there is no new thing under the sun. Now, since nothing is new under the sun, this then means that if false prophets exist today, this then shows us as well that false prophets as well existed in ancient times. Hmm. In this episode, our main topic of discussion says, beware of false prophets. They have an evil spirit in them. Now, you might then wonder and ask yourself, how do I avoid being part of those that get deceived? And as well, how do I escape from being part of those that have been deceived? For some have been trapped and they are not even aware of it. Now, for you to discover how to do the above, stick around to find out more. Greetings and welcome back to the channel, guys. Welcome back. Now, as we already said, our main topic of discussion today says that beware of false prophets. They have an evil spirit in them. Now, without wasting further time, let us open our Bibles to 2 Chronicles chapter 18, verse 31 and see what the Bible says. And it came to pass when the captains of the chariots showed Jehoshaphat that they said, it is the king of Israel. Therefore they compassed about him to fight. But Jehoshaphat cried out, and the Lord helped him. And God moved them to depart from him. Now, as we read in verse 31, verse 31 then tells us that there was someone who was crying, who was, his name was Jehoshaphat, and was crying to the Lord, and God helped him. Now let us try and understand. Who was Jehoshaphat, right? Now, if we take it a bit backwards, right, and understand, now we realize that Jehoshaphat was the son of Asa. And we talked about Asa in the previous episode. The guy that on one end, he decided to call the Lord. And on the other end, he also decided to rely in the power of his own friend. And we said, guys, do not rely in the power of your own friends, but rather rely on the Lord. Now, this was the son of that guy. Now, if also you have not watched that episode, I will leave the link right here so that you can be able to go and watch it. But as we're in this episode today, guys, now we then come to a point where Jehoshaphat then cries to the Lord. But what type of a person was Jehoshaphat. Now, if we take our Bible to 2 Chronicles chapter 17, verse 3 to 4, the Bible then clearly puts it for us that this guy was a type of person who the Lord 
walked with him, right? And it also goes further to tell us that, and he walked in the commandments of the Lord, and he walked not in the ways of Israel, but in the ways of David, his first father. Now, clearly we see the type of person he was, and we see his character, that this guy was a person who feared God, but it doesn't make sense, guys. It doesn't make sense. How does a person who feared God, followed his commandments, walked in his ways, find himself in the middle of battle with no help to the point that he even has to cry out to the Lord to ask him for help. As a matter of fact, wasn't he supposed to ask for help before the battle and not as he was in battle? Because if we look at previous battles, God tells them, go and you will conquer, right? But in this instant, we see he is in battle and he's crying out to the Lord to help him. Now, to find out how that then happened, let us go together, right? And go to chapter 18. Now, I want you to move with me, guys. Now, we go to Second Chronicles chapter 18, right? When we get to 18, we then realize Jehoshaphat then goes to meet Ahab. But who was Ahab? Ahab was the king of Israel, right? Now, we've established that Ahab was the king of Israel. So, as Jehoshaphat goes to meet him, Ahab then says, you know what? I'm going to war, right? At Ramoth Gilead. I'm going to war there. So I want you to go with me to war. But as before they go to war, before they go to war, let us hear what happens in 2 Chronicles chapter 18, verse 4 to 6 and see what the Bible says. And Jehoshaphat said unto the king of Israel, Inquire, I pray thee, at the word of the Lord today. Therefore the king of Israel gathered together of prophets four hundred men, and said unto them, Shall we go to Ramoth Gilead to battle, or shall I forbear? And they said, Go up, for God will deliver it into the king's hand. But Jehoshaphat said, Is there not here a prophet of the Lord besides, that we might inquire of him? Now, I want you to note this point, guys. I want you to note this point very clearly. Now, in verse 6, Jehoshaphat then decides to call upon other prophets. And he says, is there not another prophet of the Lord after he was presented with the so-called prophets, right? So that's just a point of importance. I want you to keep in mind for it to come into relevance as we go on with our episode. So just keep that point in mind, guys. Why would you then ask for another prophet after he was given the prophets that they were saying that these are the prophets of God. Now, they then call this other prophet and they ask him the same question, right? And when they ask him the same question, here is his response in Second Chronicles chapter 18, verse 20 and 21. Then they came out a spirit and stood before the Lord and said, I will entice him. And the Lord said unto him, Wherewith? And he said, I will go out and be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And the Lord said, Thou shalt entice him, and thou shalt also prevail. Go out and do even so. Now, as we come to this point, this prophet then comes to the picture and he says, Hold on, guys. Hold on. The reason why these prophets are saying that you should go ahead to battle is because there's a lying spirit in them and there's an evil spirit 
in them and this is what we realize in verse 20 and verse 21 and if we also take it a step further and we go to verse 31 we then realize that no they decided that no we're not going to listen to what god says as a matter of fact we are going to go on with our own plans and we're not going to listen to what god says and we are going to go into battle without listening to what god says and when we come to chapter 31 or verse 31 the bible then tells us that he then cried to the lord and asked him lord help me so what is our message for today now if you're listening to this message via youtube and not the podcast make sure you follow us on anchor spotify apple podcast google podcast overcast as well as on amazon music you can be sure to follow us on any of those six different platforms now question has been asked what lessons are we getting from this whole story of jehoshaphat and ahab and the war that was going on there right now lesson number one lesson number one says you can fear the lord and keep his commandment and do all that the lord requires of you right and still find yourself on the opposite side let us look at jehoshaphat he feared the lord walked in his ways kept the commandments of God, but still he found himself in the enemy territory. Why? Because he decided not to listen to what God had said in that instant, right? And also, guys, even if you walk in the ways of God, keep in mind that you as well can get tempted. Even when Jesus was here, he got tempted in every way, right? He was not exempt from temptation. So as well, guys, just keep that in mind. Even if you're a child of God, just keep in mind that you can also get tempted and you can find yourself on the opposite side. Why? Because you will have decided not to listen to God. Now, for lesson number two, lesson number two, we then realize that God will not do anything unless he reveals it to you First. Now let us open Amos chapter 3 verse 7 and see what the Bible says. Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he revealeth his secret unto his servants the prophets. Now guys, when you come to this point, we then realize that God warns you before destruction. Now when we come to this point, we then realize that Joseph then says, Is there not another prophet of the Lord? But why would he ask if there is another prophet of the Lord, if he has already been displayed with prophets that were supposed to be prophets of God? Which shows that there is a spirit that told him that no, something is wrong here. Something must have been wrong for him to figure out and say no. No, 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 no. Let us call other prophets and try to understand what God really wants to say. You see, the problem is sometimes God shows you the red flags in a certain individual or in a certain person or in certain situations. But the problem is sometimes when God is revealed to you these red flags, we want to go ahead and see how red the flag can get. Guys, sometimes when God shows you the red flag, not sometimes, but when God shows you the red flag, run away same time don't try and say to see no i think this can be dark red this can be maroon i think this is light red no guys when the red flag is shown it is time for you to run away lesson number three lesson number three we then see beware of false prophets for they have a lying spirit in them but how do you see that these are false prophets by having the spirit of discernment now where do i get the spirit of discernment you get the spirit of discernment from god guys you don't get it from anyone else but you get that from god without the spirit of discernment 
salt will look like sugar you see the devil also packages his products in the same way that god does right so the devil knows that you are probably looking for sugar and he is going to place salt inside the container that is placed as sugar now you when you buy the sugar you think to yourself you look at the container and look at that and think to yourself okay this is sugar but when you get home you only find out that this is salt and you realize that you have been deceived when you thought you were buying sugar you only found out that the contents that were inside even though it was packaged as sugar but as you got home you found out that it was salt so as you go on about your life guys and to the youth or whoever might be listening to this message or you are looking for a relationship i'll just give the example of a relationship right if you're looking for a relationship ask god for the spirit of discernment right for the package might be the right one that you are looking for on the outside but you need to ask God for the spirit of discernment so that you can see the contents that are inside. For remember, God does not only look on the outside, he looks at the heart as well. So when God gives you the spirit of discernment, you are going to be able to tell that this is just salt that is packaged in a sugar container, right? But if you don't ask for the spirit of discernment, guys, you are going to find yourself in deep, deep problems because you are going to purchase salt that is placed in a container of sugar and this is going to be bitter for you for the rest of your life so make sure guys that you ask for the spirit of discernment now even if you find yourself in a situation where you look at yourself now and you say you know what i have been deceived cry out to the lord right cry out to the lord for when god hears your cry he's not going to postpone and say why were you not going listening to me in the first place but god is going to come to your rescue in the same time that you call upon god and we see here with jehoshaphat when he cried out to the lord god did not say because you listened to the prophets lying prophets and all of that no god did not do that but god came to his rescue immediately when he called upon the name of of the lord so if also you find yourself in that situation make sure that you also call upon the name of the lord now if you're new to the channel or perhaps a returning viewer make sure that you subscribe and hit that notification bell so that you do not miss when a new video pops up also remember guys to like the video as well as this will help with the algorithm what have they deceived you with today some have been told that you know what for you to be protected you need to go under the river and perform certain rituals for you to be protected i want to tell you today call upon the name of the lord for isaiah chapter 54 verse 17 says no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. This is what the Bible says. So when they said you will be protected by this, and if you don't do this rituals and all of that, you won't be protected. The Bible says no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. Now also, what is it that you have been deceived by today? Some have been told that you need to burn incense and call upon spirits call upon ancestors and invite them into your life to guide your path i want to tell you today call upon the name of the lord and claim psalms chapter 27 verse 1 which then says the lord is my light and my salvation whom shall i fear the lord is the strength of my life 
whom shall I be afraid of? Call upon the name of the Lord, guys, and claim those verses. And say, even though you say, I must invite spirits into my life, but the Lord is my light. He is my salvation. He is the one that is going to lead you on the way. He is the one that is going to show the light on the path that you are going in life. You don't have to rely on anything else, but call upon the name of the Lord. Now, what else have you been deceived with? today some have been told that our family has been cursed some have been told that you know what nothing good is going to come from people with our family name and i want to tell you today call upon the name of the lord for god says for i know and we go to jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 where god says for i know the plans i have for you plans to give you peace and not of evil and to give you an expected end save the lord guys just keep those things in mind god does not do not put you here on earth and say i don't have a plan for you god says he has plans for you plans that are greater than your imagination thoughts of peace thoughts that will give you an expected end now guys just keep that in mind now this was god who said that it was not a prophet it was not moses it was not anyone but it was god himself that said i know the plans i have for you now i just want you to picture that in mind guys or even to make it even more more practical more real into your life when the bible says you i want you to put your name there right so when god says for i know the plans i have for you i want you to put for i know the plans i have and you put your name in there this is god who speaks to you today and he says he knows the plans that he has for you plans to give you an expected end right for so for no one can tell you that we are cursed and nothing good is coming to come out from our lives for god himself says i know the plans i have for you now guys these are thoughts that God has for you. Now, thoughts, thoughts are real things, guys. Thoughts can actually be presented in physical form. Now, how do I explain this? Okay. Guys, this is a thought, right? This is a thought. Now, what am I trying to say? Someone sat down somewhere in a day and they thought to themselves, you know what? I want to make a bottle and it must be blue in color and it's going to have this type of lead and it's going to form this shape and they thought in their mind and they thought to themselves i want to have this in physical form now if a human being can bring a thought into physical form how much more god when he says he knows the thoughts that he has for you if a human being can bring a thought because guys this thing did not just come from nowhere and did not just pop out from nowhere no 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 someone thought about this type of bottle and they said you know what i want to make a bottle like this and then they had a bottle like this so when god says i know the thoughts that i have for you just picture that in mind guys when god says i know the thoughts that i have for you do you think that god can be defeated by human beings by bringing thoughts into physical form do you think god does not have the capability of bringing the thoughts that he has for you thoughts of peace thoughts to give you an expected end this is what god says and he says the thoughts i have for you i want to bring them into physical form i want them to manifest themselves in your life only if you trust in me and you trust me to do these things for you and you don't trust for rituals and you don't trust to say you know what i'm going to go under the river i'm going to burn incense i'm going to you know do all these kind of things for people to lead me and all of that but you trust 
in the Lord. So whether they have deceived you in the past, remember, call upon the name of the Lord, guys, in all situations. And don't rely in the power of prophets or prophets or bishops or men of God or whoever it may be, right? But rely on the Lord, for God is the author and the finisher of our faith. And with that said, may God bless you.